Welcome to Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and this week we have some homeschooling tips for the four different homeschool personality types. This is a practical and encouraging episode. Before we start, we just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for all their support of the Smiling Homeschooler. They're an amazing math curriculum, and we believe they help more homeschoolers smile. So go check out their free trial over at teachingtextbooks.com. Also, thank you to Homeschooling Today Magazine for all of their support. If you need more homeschooling encouragement, make sure to subscribe to their magazine over at homeschoolingtoday.com. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Hey, well, hi, everybody. Uh, hope you've had a great week. Um, hope you're enjoying your summer. I know that we're kind of uh, feeling like we're knee deep into summer and uh, enjoying it. It's been warm, but we've had a few cool days. So that's good. But Fourth uh, um, of July is coming up this weekend, and I hope you have great plans. Uh, I think Fourth of July weekend might just be the greatest weekend of, of the entire summer. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's oh, yeah. the patriotism and flags and apple pie, hot dogs, and Chevrolet. Or uh, it just feels very American. Um, so I hope you got big plans. Uh, if you uh, if you need some encouragement and having a stress free um, a stress-free weekend. Make sure you uh, check out this week's um, Smiling Homeschooler newsletter. If you're not signed up for that, you can do it on our website, thesmilinghomeschooler.com, um, but you want to make sure you get that. Well, we are moving into the next stage of um, the homeschool personality types. Um, we've talked kind of like an overview. We've talked about their strengths. We've talked about their weaknesses. And uh, this week, we're going to talk about um, maybe some tips for homeschooling or how you approach homeschooling with your personality type. Now, we want to kind of talk fast. So, Ben, here's the deal. Let's do Falcon and Al, um, okay. and then we'll take a break, you know, a station identification break and commercial, and then we'll finish up the next two. But to do that, we got to start talking. All right. We got to talk fast. So here we go. So let's again talk about the Falcon. Just an overview again. The Falcon is the focused homeschooler, the one who gets a lot done, the one who uh, seemingly looks like they have it all together. And we saw, you know, some of those weaknesses can be you can be a little rigid sometimes. Um, you can think that uh, that school is the most important thing in uh your life you might even tend to put the school world. over I'm home saying. over over your world um so here's some tips for for homeschooling like a falcon um and again as a falcon you want to homeschool like a falcon you don't want to homeschool like an owl you don't want to homeschool like a piper because it's hard to you want to homeschool like a falcon so here are some um anchors that you need to hold on to Real one quick, of those I want to say, uh, this is funny because Janelle said, of course, I'm here on time. I'm a Falcon. <laughs> so, I was like, yeah, exactly, that's perfect. Janelle. Thank you, Janelle. You're <laughs> right. The Pipers won't show up for till it's over. Um, and that's okay. So here's one of the anchors you want to hold on to. You want to hold on to the relationships come over school. In fact, I, I can't, I was trying to think of this last night. I can't think of what those words, Ben, you could Google this real quick. What are the words that word pictures that that uh, um, oh, I was trying to think like you have the word reading between two lines and it's reading between the lines. Um, it, it, it says something, but your anchor should be home H.O.M.E. with a line over school, you know, because you want to concentrate on the relationship. 
Um, you have to remind yourself the relationship matters than more than anything else. Um, again, it will be a constant battle, but you need to remind yourself of that. Um, I'll tell you, you can tell you're out of whack if your kids are crying, you know, during your school day or, you know, shutting down or locked up. That means that that whole thing's out of out of whack and you've put school above the relationships. Um, another anchor is you need to know that grades don't measure learning. Um, they never have. They never will, really. All A's measure is how you do in tests. Um, in fact, I was talking to a um, not talking to I was listening to a guy last or this spring um, who was a professor at Bob Jones University. And he was saying, he said, oh, yeah, you know, we get all these kids who come into our classes. And he goes, there are kids who just, boy, they get all A's. He goes, honestly, they're not the ones who impress me. He said, it's really the C students who ask the best questions, have the best grasp of the material. And I went up to him afterwards and I said, why, then why do we, why do we still call them C students? Um, and really, he was kind of stymied because he's kind of gone along with the system that if you get all the answers right, then that's good. Hmm. That's not true. Um, so you're, one of your anchors will be not only relationship over school, but realizing the grades don't measure anything about your child. Um, and that also, go ahead, Ben. No, I mean, just when you got to a good thought, but uh, in the future, uh, I thought one of the best parts in the homeschooling awakening movie that uh, Kirk Cameron did that we we went and watched was when they. What do you mean Kirk Cameron did that we did, yeah, and then right. Kirk Cameron yeah. was in. Yeah, that's right. But uh, Kathy Koch and she mentions that there's, you know, the different kind of smarts, you know, she's I thought that was a nice way of breaking it down. But she said the there's the uh, the word smarts, I think it is and the logic smarts. And those are the ones that get the good grades. But that doesn't necessarily right. mean they are the smart ones because everyone's smart. And I just thought she did a really good job of kind of breaking down that that idea that, you know, only the kids who do good, good at the grades are the ones that are um doing good at homeschooling or learning or whatever else but continue the name of her book was eight great smarts we should we should get her on our podcast here and then another anchor then is also that life happens you know the truth is for falcons sometimes you see school as being added to your life you know like it's um you have life and then you have school and if life interrupts then you know they don't they don't interact really life and school uh overlap and it's not about adding school to your life. It is, it's just part of your life. Um, and then, so here's some tips that you can use as a Falcon. You wanna use plans to your advantage. You know, you're not spontaneous. You're not, you're not always the fun mom, but that's okay. You can still be fun if you plan it. You know, so when you're moms, uh, Falcon moms, you're the only ones who really actually use a planner uh, and you, but use it to your advantage. So at the beginning of the year, you mark off the day you're going to finish and then you stick to it. And then you do other arbitrary things. You say, okay, because um, I, I know that we wanna have some relationship days. We're gonna take the first Wednesday off of every month and we're not gonna do school that day. We're gonna play games. So you go through your little planner and you write in there, first Wednesday of every month, you write it in marker, no school playing games. Um, and then you use that. What do you do? You plan to have your kids' birthdays or you plan to, um, you know, some other arbitrary 
days that you're gonna, but you need to put them in your planner. Um, you also need to realize that shorter is better, um, but you have to plan for shorter. Um, we're, we'll talk another time because we can't fit it all in. Uh, when you go to pick your curriculum, you know, a lot of curriculums offer a four day, a four day schedule or a five day schedule. You need to choose the four day schedule because since you Falcons always like to, to uh, cover all the material, if you have five days worth, you're going to feel like you have to do all five days. So you want to do four days worth. So, you know, it gives you a little bit of wiggle room and, uh, you're not working your kids so hard. In fact, um, in the same way, you're as you're picking your curriculum, you want to pick curriculum that have fewer questions, fewer tests, um, because because of your personality. If you have a really full curriculum, you're going to feel like you have to fill or finish every single thing they give you. So you want to plan by making it short. Then um, whenever you want to interrupt, just interrupt. No, I mean, I, th I thought on kind of that and is trying to be, for some reason it just worked out this way, but try to be realistic, not idealistic when you're planning, you know, try to not, that's where that, that four day versus the five day is, I think is, you know, it can, it can, when you're ahead of time making out your schedule and your planner or whatnot, it can be really nice to fill it all in and have it all just looking great and every minute is blocked out. Hopefully you can hit that, but trying to be a little bit of wiggle room in there to have some realistic that everything's not going to go exactly as planned ahead of time, I think is, is really helpful. But um, So like you were talking about planners. So uh, again, uh, using those planners just to, in, to help you do what you want to do. So uh, you know, if you decide that, hey, it's okay to skip some questions, like, so if you have a big workbook, go ahead and plan, say, plan it on your planner. We're going to skip every other question, you know, for this week or for this month or whatever, and then just do it. And then, you know, check out your plans uh, regularly, assess your plans, ask your husband, ask your friend, um, because sometimes they can help you see more clearly. Um, and really, this is a, an area where you can really lean upon your spouse because sometimes your spouse, um, <laughs> those who are married to Falcons, they often see, you know, you going full tilt one direction, but they're afraid to say anything. Would you give them permission maybe just to say, hey, okay, I'm asking you to be honest. Am I be, do, expecting too much right now? And if they say yes, then you go, they must be correct. And then you adjust. Um, and so that's uh, kind of Falcon tips. Um, in fact, I'm gonna try to just squeeze in the uh, curriculum real, real, real quickly. So Falcons, you're, you're gonna like big box, you know, you're gonna like Bob Jones and Rebecca, but make sure you have margins. You're gonna choose four days, not five. You want something with smaller lessons. You want things with fewer questions, quizzes and tests. You might like something that is self grading. Um, uh, I know Bob Jones has a, a plan, an online planner that's called the Homeschool Hub. It's free and it will help you do some of those things that maybe take a lot of time for you to do. So if you can find something to grade for you, you won't feel like you have to spend your weekends grading. And again, that's really fast, but that's the Falcon. Ben, would you have anything you'd like to say? Nope, I think that's good. Okay, let's look at the owls uh, and again, we're moving fast. Owls, this is this is a lot of you. 
you know, if you here's some some anchors that you need to hold on to, because owls are very thoughtful. Again, they're thinking about over and over again, you know, but they struggle with self-doubt. They they focus on themselves thinking I must be letting people down and I'm letting my kids down. I'm not doing a very good job. So they suffer with from guilt. Here's your anchor. God made you smart enough to homeschool your kids. He made you smart enough to pick the right curriculum. He made you smart enough to figure out how to do it right. Um, the truth is, you know what's best for your kids. And you're going to have to hang on to that. Because as you struggle with that, you're going to look at everybody else and think, they're right, I'm wrong. That is not true. It's a lie. Um, and not only did God make you smart enough to figure out how to homeschool your children and that you know what's best for your kids, you know, the truth is, it's not all about you. It's not about how smart you are and how well you homeschool your kids and whether you include enough, you know, uh, thing. It's not about you. Um, God has some lessons for your kids after you're done. And he's bigger than any mistakes that you might make. And you have to cling to that. Otherwise, you could drive yourself nuts thinking that you that it's all about you. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the only thing I was going to say is I think this is the one where it's really important to try to get your husband or maybe it's a close right. friend to be your cheerleader and just cheer you on to what you know is true because um, you're going to. And in fact, that was one of the tips that I was just about oh, okay, to mention. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, so here's another tip. Once you've started or you've picked a curriculum, stop looking at anybody else's. So for this year, you know, if you've already picked your math curriculum, just stick with it. Unless it just fails you miserably. You know, just stick with it. You're not going to find a better one. There are no magic curriculum out there that's going to make math easier. Unless and it's all, all this, Unless it's teaching textbooks. Um, but stop looking. Um, also, you know, don't get on Facebook. Um, don't get on those things except, you know, ours. Um, because, again, it's going to feed those feelings of insecurity. And then, like Ben said, get your husband on board. Or get a good friend who can encourage you in what you believe because you're prone to again overthinking it so you need someone who said hey you're not doing it for this reason this is why you're doing it you're doing a great job so you need a like-minded friend also pick a like-minded group um i know that uh if you are belong to a homeschool co-op you want people around you or homeschooling for those same reasons. Remember, owls are driven by, they want more than school. It's not just about academics. It's about character and all those other things. Um, so find a, a like-minded group that will help you do that. Um, as you pick uh, curriculum ideas, you're probably not going, not probably, you're not gonna like big box curriculum. You're not gonna like textbooks. You're not gonna like anything that feels like school. So save your money. Bob Jones and Abeka are great for some people, but it may not be great for you because you're going to find yourself going, you know, why are we doing this? Because you need a curriculum that's going to need to explain why you're doing something. So uh, you're going to need things that are practical. You might uh, have a hodgepodge of curriculum. You're going to want one based on worldview or, or a biblical worldview or philosophy. Um, and you're going to want a curriculum that doesn't have a lot of busy work. You know, you're going to want to make sure that it's practical and purposeful. Otherwise, you're going to spend most of your time thinking, why are we doing this? You know, this doesn't seem to apply to anything of life because, again, owls are thinking, you know, along something like that. Yeah. 
No, I think that's all really good. But real quick here, um, before we go into the swan, uh, I'm going to just keep the short. I mean, teaching textbooks, we've talked about them many, many times. Uh, but we've truly found that they work one of the best out there for math time. It can be a really hard time. Uh, you know, as my sister said, she survived math because teaching textbooks. So if you want something that's a little bit more independent that your kid can work through and have fun doing, but learn really, really well, then just check out teaching textbooks and tell them you, they, that we <laughs> sent you. Um, but dad, tell us about the homeschooling today. Oh man, homeschooling today. Uh, in fact, we just got their magazine today, came in the mail, and I'm telling you, it is a beautiful magazine. It, not only the paper edition feels good in your hand, but um, they share the same mission that we do. You know, they want parents to understand that homeschooling isn't a formula. It's about a relationship. And all their articles are filled with uh, different um, authors, who are encouraging you in relationship or figuring out how to do education that fits your family, not a one size fits all. Um, you know, they want to encourage you to think outside the box and to be bold in your homeschooling. So if you want to homeschool boldly, uh, subscribe to Homeschooling Today magazine today. In fact, you can even go to their website, Homeschooling Today, uh, and I was just there, so let me just check that out, homeschoolingtoday.com. You can go and you can see the edition that I just got in the mail. You can look at it as a digital copy right this moment. And as I was thumbing through mine, I saw that they offer something that's super cool. In fact, I'm gonna check it out. They have a seasonal guide to each of the, the seasons, you know, all four seasons. Um, it has activities and it has a special uh, 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 teaching times and it looks like a great resource. So if you want to check those th things out, um, check out homeschoolingtoday.com. Before you start, are you hitting something or tapping something? I don't There's think like so. A why. Hitting sound in the background. That's kind of. Well, it might be. It might be. I mean, I hear my. Uh, that right speaker. there. Okay. Yeah, it must be that. Anyways, all right. Um, so go ahead and tell us about Swan then. I've got it ready up here. Okay. Again, remember the swans are the serene, they, not a lot of drama, they just get things done. But for swans um, can sometimes, not all the time, they can kind of be in homeschooling and not have a, a, a moral compass that is driving them, causing them to homeschool. You know, it's just kind of an option. So here's what I think you need as an anchor for your homeschooling life. And if you hear that clicking, it is, my speaker is clicking for some reason. Um, you need to kind of hold on to this idea that home is the best place for my kids and homeschooling is the best thing for me and my kids. You know, don't be tossed back and forth. Um, if, if, if it gets too hard, you keep coming back to this idea that home's the best place for my kids and that homeschooling it's not only the best thing for my kids, but it's also the best for me. Um, and so swans, oftentimes you're, you're planned followers, but make sure your plan is producing smiles. So uh, if your kids aren't smiling, maybe look for a different plan. Or if you're watching someone else's plan, make sure their kids are smiling before you pick that up. And then don't bite off more than your family can chew because you swans, you can get a lot done. Uh, you are very capable, but you know, when a mom volunteers, it somehow affects everyone. 
Um, maybe you have to look, and we're not really good to dwell on this, but maybe sometimes you have to look at your children who are not swans and saying, hey, you know, sometimes I have to say no for them. Or maybe for your husband, I have to say no for them as well. So as you look for curriculum, moms who are swans, you know, you might be okay with that big box curriculum, that Abeka, that Bob Jones, maybe one of those others. You know, you kind of want an open and go. Um, but at the same time, you want to be, you want to kind of make sure you're looking at it with a crit critical eye because not all curriculum are created equal. And just because it's a curriculum doesn't mean it's good for your family. Also, just because remember, uh, swans are kind of cousins of the, the falcon. Um, I would choose a four-day curriculum, not a five-day curriculum. It gives you a little more wiggle room and you won't be tempted to feel like you have to finish it all up. Again, fewer questions, fewer quizzes, few, fewer tests. Um, I, again, I would look into that Bob Jones uh, hub or the homeschooling hub that's free. It's online planning. It will help you plan. It also has some helps. Um, and uh, I would look into self-grading so you don't have to spend the time doing that again. But you want something kind of, you know, that has uh, not open-ended because it'll drive you nuts. I yeah. was muted. So there you go. No, I just said uh, the swan is apparently you said the most second most common type of all these, which I thought was surprising. Right, right, but, right. Um, but yeah, those are all great. Let's keep going with the piper. Okay. Lastly, let's look at the sandpiper. Uh, again, the sandpiper is the free spirit, is the fun one, is the one who, uh, you know, is all some, you know, just out and back, a lot of gusto, maybe not a lot to follow through. Um, so one of the, uh, your weaknesses is, is that you might look at yourself and think, my kids would be better off if somebody else were homeschooling them. You know, they're not, they're not, I haven't done a good job. I haven't taught them enough. Um, here's your anchor. And this is this, God gave your children just the mother they needed. You know, you may not be the best planner. You may not cover as much material as anybody else, but that's okay. Because even with your flaws, your children are going to be okay. In fact, your kids are smart. Your kids are going to be just fine. And you cling to the fact that God gave your children just the mother they needed. You don't have to be a falcon. You don't have to be an owl. You don't have to be a swan. You just have to be you. And again, that could be an anchor for all the moms. But I sometimes think moms, uh, Piper moms, feel that way. You know, your motto should be, the grass is not greener on the other side. There are no silver bullets. There are no perfect curriculum. Because again, you tend to switch curriculums all the time because you hear about somebody's or, and they go, oh, you got to try this. And you're like, that sounds like a great one. Um, so also remind yourself that your kids are not behind and then find a gentle friend to help you along the way. Not, you know, probably I wouldn't pick out a falcon uh, to be your gentle reminder friend, but maybe it's a, an owl or a swan who you're just best buds and they can help you, you know, show up on time. They can help you, um, you know, just encourage you not to say, well, have you done your math today? Yeah. Not those kind of things, but just can, they can encourage you when you need to be encouraged. Um, so as you look for curriculum, you know, uh, 
I would pick something that was kind of grab and go, self-contained, self-pacing. Um, I would never suggest um, a big box curriculum or textbooks to a, uh, a sandpiper. They just won't be able to do it. In fact, I would maybe look at video lessons, things that you know you can just turn on and the kids can watch, um, or in-person easy co-ops you know that they might have some classes not super rigorous because they're going to demand a lot from you you're not going to be able to get it all done so don't put yourself in those positions um as far as a planner uh, sandpiper moms don't buy them save your money you're not going to use them or you're only going to use the first couple pages i would pick short lessons short units short everything and then i would i would kind of plan in your head that it's okay if we change things up often. You know, we're only gonna do short units. You know, we're gonna do five weeks or four weeks or three weeks or one week. And then uh, you Sandpiper Moms, I would not spend a lot on your curriculum um, only because you're gonna end up selling it all or giving it away or it's gonna sit in a box. So, you know, don't don't break the bank and finding some curriculum that, that costs a lot of money. Just you homeschool the way God's made you to homeschool. And really, like I said, that anchor that God gave your children exactly the mom they needed. And really all these personalities. What a great thing to know that God gave you these personalities and he knew your children needed your personality that way. Um, you know, and it's not a personality. It's not something to fight against. It is something to embrace and use to do the things that you'd like to do. And so you can smile, so your children can smile. We're gonna spend one more um, week, maybe not next week, because we might talk about something else, but I'd like to spend one more week on these personality types. We're gonna revisit it from time to time because I think it's worth revisiting. Um, but I'd like to maybe talk about how to teach children who are not your personality type. Um, because, you know, if you're a, a falcon, uh, you're gonna have a child probably who's a sandpiper. If you're a sandpiper, you're gonna have a child who's a, who is a falcon. And you're gonna frustrate your children if you try to teach them just the way you'd like to be taught. And that's the whole purpose of this is to help homeschoolers smile because if they understand maybe some more of their homeschooling personality, they can use that as a tool to homeschool maybe a little bit differently by adjusting here or there or being aware of some of the things they need to either they're doing really well maybe or lean into or maybe need to move away from a little bit if it's if it's causing issues so that's the whole reason you even did it is to help exactly. homeschooler smile exactly. through that so but yeah i think that's a good place to wrap it up for this week want to give us a okay answer? so <laughs> so have a great fourth of july mom um have a stress free fourth of july uh i know you're concerned about all the food and sunscreen applications and things like that don't worry about it let your kids get sunburned be a little piperish have a little sandpiper in you and uh take a lesson from them and just have a great time because we are so blessed to live in this country even with all the issues they're doing what a great place to raise our family to have the freedom to homeschool, to have the freedom to parent. And I, I, I can't even say God bless America because he already has so, so much. So have a great week and great weekend and make sure you smile a whole bunch. 
Thanks for listening. Have an amazing 4th of July, and thank you for being part of the Smiling Homeschooler community. Again, thank you to Teaching Textbooks for their support of the Smiling Homeschooler. You can check out a free trial of their amazing math curriculum over on their website, teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week, and as always, keep smiling.